Now, you wanted to fight in September, and there's no way we're going to wait till September. There's no way. We wanted to get at least three to four fights in this year. The All-Star app, the number one app in the business. UFC, Bellator, One Championship, PFL, and more. Get the app right now. Link in description. UFC 284, man. The super fight. An incredible fight. An incredible event for Australia. You've had a few days to decompress from everything that has happened. What are your thoughts on the fight? Uh, look, uh, look at during the fight. Look, I'm. I mean, uh, as a fan, you look at the fight one way. As a coach, you're a little bit, I guess, uh, a bit more critical of your fighters, and you you look at it a little bit different. And I, th I thought Alex, it was close, but I thought Alex had lost that second round. Once the fight had finished, we watched the fight back about two or three times and um, I actually thought Alex then won and not only myself, but everybody that was in the room, you know, um, thought Alex had won that second round. So it, it was 2-2 two -two as everyone, because everyone kept saying to us, oh, Alex won that, Alex won that. But again, I'm, like I said, I'm very critical of um, your fighters' performances. I don't look at it like a fan. So sometimes, I, yeah, I, I look at it different. I thought because when I looked at it, it wasn't. I thought he got knocked down, but he, he actually went the punch that he got caught. He he got caught coming in, and it just took him off balance. So it wasn't really like the first round where he got that flash knockdown. You know, it was more of uh, yeah, he, he was coming in and he got hit and he stumbled backwards because he didn't even phase him. You know, and, and and as you see throughout the fight, when Alex cops a good punch, he always acknowledges, "Hey, you got me." He does the same thing in sparring. I guess it's a bad habit, but. It's a habit, hey, you got a good one on me, you know, but he didn't even acknowledge it, you know, he just went straight back in. Yeah, there was a, a couple moments in the fight, I feel like, where either fighter got hit, but they kind of got caught off balance, even Islam as well, you know, I mean, of course, the fifth round, that was a pure knockdown, that was the, that was clear as day, but there was some other moments as well, right, if you watch the fight back. Yeah, um... I mean, that the first knockdown that Alex hit him, I think he, he rocked him. Um, like, I think it was probably a minute and a half into the round or probably even before that. Alex hit him with the right hand and he and he, and it, he went to one knee. Uh, yeah. And I thought, oh, you know, that, that got him worried. But, I mean, Islam finished strong, you know, by in that back and, you know, trying to get the finish in. Um, Look, uh, what surprised me was, you know, uh, and, and I think it, it's it's, it's going to bring um, Islam had this stigma about him as like the boogeyman, you know, he's very super strong, uh, all these things about him, you know, and Alex, you know, just debunked the whole lot, you know, because, you know, I asked Alex in the third round, I said, is he strong or, and he went, no, he's not strong and he doesn't feel strong at all. And I went, well, Take him down yourself, you know, and 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 that's when he he tried to start doing his own takedowns against the fence and everything else, because our whole game plan going in, and I, I could see that he didn't feel as strong and anything, just because a lot of the positions I'm I'm watching it all the time. He's in those positions, and you know, a lot of the times we start in bad positions and and try and get out of them, and, and I could see that you know a lot of the times he was just hanging on. He wasn't this super freaky, strongish guy that, you know, everybody made out to do, you know. 
if anything, Alex is a really strong, super freakish strong guy. You know, if he gets hold of you, you know it. And and most of the guys in the camp were all a lot bigger. You know, they're all welterweights and bigger. You know, Craig Jones is a heavyweight. You know, um, and you know he, he's holding his own with these guys. You know, Islam's not going to be. He's not going to be anything um, new or or um, a threat to him when you've got, you know, welterweights and above that are his main training partners. Do you feel like that was, like, one of the main keys to having success against Islam that you guys did in camp is to bring in those bigger guys and to bring in especially Craig Jones, you know what I mean? And, and, and of course, you have Frank Hickman. Yeah. Um, of course, you know, those guys... Um, you know, Craig Jones's, you know, jujitsu and, and the way he um, reads and works things out, you know, in, in, in a grappling sense is, you know, um, probably one of the best guys in the world. And, and you know yourself, Frank, Frankie's wrestling's always on point. Frankie's got the, not, not only is he, you know, um, an American, you know, uh, wrestling our folk style, he, he's also been at Bang Tao. Uh, he, he, gets to wrestle with all sorts of guys from all around the world. So he's always picking up new things and different things. So it makes his wrestling very unique. Um, he's, um, he, he, he's uh, grip, you know, and his uh, re-grips and his reshoots are, you know, probably some of the best in the game, you know. Uh, it's, it's very hard to, you know, not give him props on what Frankie can do. In the fight, Alex looked comfortable in a lot of positions throughout the fight he didn't look like he was panicking and you know past opponents they didn't look comfortable was that something that was like happening throughout the whole camp like he was just comfortable in those spots uh well if you look at a lot of the times he got you know uh, put in a worse position was because he was uh laughing and or, or uh showboating when he should have been practicing, you know. But I, I think a lot of that comes back to um, that the guys that he was with were a lot stronger and bigger than Islam. So, you know, when when he gets to Islam, these other, you know, Islam felt like a little boy compared to the guys that he'd been grappling and, and, and been putting in these positions. So I, I don't think he, he panicked or anything. And a lot of the mindset throughout the whole camp was that, you know, that, you know, we were starting in a lot of bad positions and a lot of the positions that Islam feels very comfortable in. And you could see there was no threat, you know, even when he had his back for that three minutes. Islam tried to get the submission in the first, say, 30 seconds and he started getting tired and then it was just a hanging on competition, you know. he yeah. All he kept doing is he if, if it was out in the centre, Alex would have got out. It's just Alex couldn't get rid of that body lock while he was pinned against that wall. And Islam just fought tooth and nail to keep his head underneath Alex's so Alex couldn't escape or turn on him. And, and I, I think it really took a toll on him because when he came back, I, I, I actually made a point of watching him walk back to his corner and I could see his legs were cooked, you know. And I said it to Alex, so I went, man, he's cooked. His legs are cooked because... Um, yeah, as much as you practice and that hanging on like that for that amount of time is, is going to take a toll on your body, you know, sometimes more than fighting off submissions, you know, just hold your legs are your biggest muscles in your body. And if you've got that squeeze for such a long time, anybody that's grappled for any length of time knows that you, 
your legs are going to be cooked. You're fine. You're fine while it's all happening. It's just when when you let go and the blood starts rushing to different parts of the body, that's when you're going to feel it, you know, because all the blood's going there because that's they're the biggest muscles, you know. Do you want an immediate rematch against Islam or are you looking more towards the, the unification fight? Uh, look, that's not up to us, you know. Um, you know, there's, there's good things about the UFC and there's bad things, you know. If it was a boxing match, you 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 might have a clause in your contract and that. But at the end of the day, the UFC, it's it's their, it's their show, their rules. Uh, and I can see that they probably don't want to hold up, you know, two weight divisions on, on, on this. Um, the, the positive thing is we've, we've got um, – We've got an opponent in, in Yair, and, you know, he, he's a good opponent. He's a nice guy too. I had a bit of – I had a good chat with him and Josh, both both terrific uh, guys, and, you know, I look forward to that next challenge. I'm not sure when that's going to happen. Um, but, um, yeah, we'll, we'll probably have to do that, and then hopefully later on later on in the year we, we get this um, this rematch with Islam, you know. I don't know whether Islam's going to defend his belt again. Um, I know Ramadan's coming up, and it's very hard for those guys during that period to train. You know, um, so yeah, let's look and see. It's uh, yeah, there's a lot of things going on at the moment, so it's very hard to know what's going on in. Um, yeah, and it's still going on <laughs> behind <laughs> the scenes. Yeah, um, the the Coleman event. You talked to. You talked about Yair and, and Josh Emmett. What did you think about that fight, how it played out? Look, I only watched a little bit of it because we were warming up, obviously, for that thing. Um, I thought Josh would have um, – Josh looked a bit flat. Um, yeah, he usually can take a bit of energy. I was surprised that he, he – yeah, Yair, you know, being more of a striker, finished with um, – with a you know with a triangle finish but you know props up to him good on him you know he's a he's a true martial artist he he can he can do it all which you know, any guy in that top five should be at that level you know and he did disappoint you know that you know he's predominantly a striker but you know he can finish it on the ground um, the same as any of those guys so an impressive win by him you know I was, and I look forward to the challenge what do you think of that matchup against Yair I feel like uh He's different from anybody else that you have faced. Yeah, he is. You know, he's. Uh, I think he's changed his style a lot. To, um, you know, when, when he first came onto the scene, he was, um, you know, he's very dynamic, very fast. If you give him room, he can, you know, he he, he can really make it a hard day. You know, uh, I, I see him when when he fought Max. You know, he turned Max into a wrestler. You know, which. Um, Really surprised me how how much his game had evolved. You know where he he was prepared to stand there and bang. He's a tough man, um, and yeah, his his game's evolved. I mean, I was there when he fought uh, Frankie Edgar, and um, you know, Frankie just put pressure and wrestled him, and yeah, he fell apart. And then he took a long time off, and, and he you know, props to him. He he worked on his game. He came back, and he's he's a completely different fighter. You know, and a worthy opponent, you know, and, and a worthy interim champion, you know. And, again, um, 
we, you know, I mean, Alex has come back. You know, we got back Tuesday night, uh, Wednesday morning. Alex has trained and he trained again this morning. You know, um, that's a sort of uh, he's a different animal, you know, he, he is different. Um, yeah, most guys have a couple of weeks off. No, he's back at the gym training, you know. Uh, and, and I guess that separates him from a lot of the other fighters around. He he wants to get better, you know. He yeah, he, he came off the horse and he's just got back straight back onto it. And yeah, we'll start game planning and and, and working out what we're going to do when that fight gets announced. Mm. I mean, look the way it's looking, it's probably going to be. Uh, I, I, I better not say anything, you know. Uh, I know the UFC gets upset if we call things out before they should. But, you know, a couple of months in, you know, then we'll start working on, on that side of it. So it's already been being talked about then? Yeah, yeah. Well, Alex wants to stay active, you know. Yeah, he mm -hmm. wanted to fight in September and there's no way we're going to wait till September. There, there's mm -hmm. no way. We wanted to get at least three to four fights in this year. That was our goal at you know late last year we said you know we're going to start early and try and get three to four fights in you know if all goes well Alex didn't get hurt at all you know what I mean like I said he's training already um so you know for us you know the, the sooner the, the sooner the better you know uh, especially if we want to get these fights in so um, we're probably looking at the middle of the year and then hopefully at the end of the year we get a, another fight with either Islam or somebody else you know like I always say, you know, these guys have only got this short window of opportunity to make as much money as they can. And you're stupid if you don't, if you just sit there on the sidelines and, you know, um, what they say, lay on your laurels, you know, you, you, you've you got to go out there and make that money. And you don't make, I mean, some guys do make a lot of money on the side, but as a champion, you're going to make your money when you fight, you know, and, and that, you, you've only got so many years to do it. And I'm a big believer, you know, you've got to go out there and take it while it's there. You know, if you sit back and like some of these champions do and want only fight once a year or whatever, I, I, I don't, I'm not a believer in, you know, like Izzy, Alex, those guys, they, they put it on the line time in, time out, you know, and, and they'll, they'll retire in a couple of years as champions and don't have to, you know, no disrespect to those guys that are in their 40s and that they have to keep fighting because that's the only way they can make money, you know. Um, these guys are going to make all their money while they're young and, and then when they're old they don't have to they don't have to fight for themselves unless they want to, you know. And some fighters do. They just love fighting that much that they continue on and all props up to them. But I, I really feel for the guys that, um, you know, didn't do the right thing with their money and blew it or took some wrong advice and have to keep fighting when, when they're in their later years and, you know, younger guys, are, you know, they just fought it for the younger guys and they, they didn't fight what they were like in their peak, you know. For sure. You know, there there's some talks about a, a card or a pay-per-view happening later this year in either like Sydney or Melbourne. Is that somewhere that you guys are looking at as well? Uh, look, nothing's been said. Somebody said Brisbane to me. Someone said Adelaide. Mm -hmm. So it's all been thrown out. I know they want to come back. I mean, the crowd in W. Way was oh man it was electric. I, I, I normally I'm not a very emotional or stress out type of person, and anybody that knows me knows that I'm not like that. I don't let anything get to me. But when when Bruce Buffer was calling out, you know, introducing Alex, I actually got goosebumps. You know, it was just the way the crowd was. It, I could feel him on my back. You know, that's how loud and how 
passionate they were, you know. And, yeah, it, it was probably one of the, the, the best crowds that I've ever, you know, been to, you know. Um, well, I've been to a lot, you know, like I, I've said it before, uh, you know, the, the crowds in Brazil, the crowds in uh, New Zealand, they were, they were awesome. And, and in Australia, they're, they're some of the most passionate crowds that you can get. I, I haven't been to an England crowd, so I can't comment on it. But what I've seen on TV, I, I think they're very much the same there in Paris. The, the crowds were pretty electric. But, um, yeah, it, it was something pretty special being in that uh, in that arena there. And I think just the way the arena is set up, it's very – it's a small arena, but it goes up high. And I think just the sound was uh, – yeah, it was so intense. And, yeah, you know, Alex is walking out to the song um, – you know, to his song and the whole crowd was, you know, singing the man, man down under. It was, yeah, it was a special moment. Yeah, definitely a special moment. It seems like Alex has reached a, another level of superstardom. Do you feel that? Does he feel that? Yeah. I, yeah, well, he's, I mean, usually you, you're down and, you know, um, usually when you lose, um, you, you don't, your, your stocks go down. Um, I mean, I think a lot of people that were there, a lot of people that witnessed, witnessed it and the messages I've been getting, uh, yeah, and, and I think even Islam fans believe that Alex won that fight. Or even if they don't, it was such a close fight, you know, and no one gave Alex any uh, sort of chance at all. You know, a lot of the Islam fans and people in America and that just wrote Alex off. He was going to be too small. And, you know, watching what Islam had done, to all his other opponents, he just sort of walked through them, you know, and here's Alex, the, the lighter weight guy, and, you know, he's playing with him, he's laughing at him, he's taunting him, you know. Um, that's how threatened he was by Islam, and no disrespect to Islam, because Islam's, you know, one tough cookie, you know. He's, his wrestling is no joke, and his striking was no joke. He's very unorthodox. I think, you know, um, you know people are saying that about, you know, that, did it surprise Alex? Uh, I, I guess maybe... It did. He, he's just like I always say. He's very um, he's unorthodox, and when you've got something that's unorthodox, it's it's a lot harder to read than you know it's the the normal things that people do, and 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 that's how you get caught. You know, their their timing's a little bit different, and you know the way they set things up is a little bit different. So you, it's hard to prepare for anything like that. You know, because that's his his own distinct style. The same as Alex has got his own distinct style, and. That's what makes him so good, you know. Um, you know, Alex's footwork is, you know, always um, a threat to anyone, you know. But I, like I said, the, the times that Alex did get caught with silly things, he was showboating, and you know, it's, it's one of my pet hates is showboating. But I think to Alex, he, he used it to his uh, advantage, and that's even though he got put in a worse position. It, 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 um, it made fans and the general fans look at it and go, wow, look at this guy. You know, everybody else, when they get taken to the ground by Islam, goes into a complete panic and, you know, Alex is laughing at him. Alex is taunting him, you know. You know, when he had that back, you know, he had it there for three minutes. You know, he's supposed to be this great submission guy, which he, he is, you know. But, you know, the guys that we, we had in there trying to submit him were – and next level, you know, like people say that about, um, you know, like the Craig Joneses and Frankies and that. That's all they do. They're wrestlers and grapplers. That Those guys are on point every day in that, you know. As a mixed martial artist, you, you've got to have your striking and a lot of other things. So anybody that 
you know, wrote, you know, like having Craig Jones is going to be nothing to what Islam can do, or, you know, whether it's Islam, Khabib or anybody, they take Craig Jones on in a grappling match, he will eat them, he will play with them, you know, because that's what, these guys are next level of grappling, you know. I've witnessed it and felt it myself, you know. They're, they're not fun guys to grapple when they want to when they want to put it on you. Um, I, I always say to everyone, I go, my, my grappling always improves when I stop grappling with Craig Jones, yeah, because he's just, yeah. <laughs> I won't get into too many embarrassing moments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he's an animal, man. He's an animal. Um, there's one last thing, man, I wanted to ask you about is uh these allegations of the iv use you know um alex he he kind of alluded to it in in his interview with ariel hawani and then eugene Berman did it also did an interview with ariel hawani and he said he heard some things i just wanted to get your thoughts on the issue um look it, it's unfair to sort of comment on things like that or if, actually you can comment but you can't accuse anybody you know without proof I've seen a lot of things. A lot of tweets have been uh, put up there and then taken down by the highest level guys. I'm not going to call them out, but guys that are, are there. Uh, what I've seen behind, I'm not going to, again, comment on it, but there's been a lot of, there's a lot of shady stuff going on there. All I'm going to say is where there's smoke, there's usually fire. And, and, and there's a lot of stuff out there. Uh, I, I think a lot of the guys have saved a lot of these tweets and messages and everything else. And, and hopefully, like with anything, it all comes out in the wash one day. Or at least for the next shows and other shows into the future, they keep a, a better eye on this thing because it would be great for, you know, uh, for everyone to be able to IV up and be good in 20 minutes. They A lot of the reasons they don't do it because it's a masking agent, whether they're masking, you're not saying he's taken performance you know could be a diuretic could be a number of things that they're doing to to, to help them through that and, and the iv masks a lot of that stuff but again it, it's i'm not going to accuse anybody of anything but i i think you know they, they, they've got to monitor that a lot better in the future uh, i mean usada was there at the beginning and it was there at the end i don't know what they're checking but what i've seen in the background has not made me happy. I, I just hope, you know, for the for the integrity of the sport, the, the the feel should be the same for everyone. You can't be, uh, you know, one set of rules for one and, and not for the other. Um, I, I I I was with Dan in the end, at like that that day that he tweeted, and you now he he made he said the same thing as me. He goes, "I'd love to, to take an IV." You know, when I do my weight cut, he he has big weight cuts. He's a big man, and he said I'd love to be good in you know twenty minutes after I take it. But again, those things are there for a reason because they can use them as a masking agent, and that's why they don't have them on. And there's a two year suspension. You know, again, I don't want to accuse anybody. I just hope that in the future, that you know these guys have a think about it and things are checked a lot more, so it is a level playing field for everyone. If not, let you know, open the gates and let everybody do it, you know, which I think is totally wrong. But, yeah, the, 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 the people need to be made more accountable. And what I said earlier, you know, eventually it'll come out. Everything comes out in the wash, you know, and let's see what happens when the wash comes out.
Do you know if uh, the UFC or USADA is investigating these allegations? Look, they have to do something, you know. It's out there in the public. Like I said, I, I don't really want to comment or anything because I'm only getting things secondhand uh, and it would be – it's it's hard for me to comment on things when you're getting it off another person. So I haven't had those dealings. If I'd had those dealings with it, I could give you – what the thing, but I, I'm not happy with what I'm hearing, you know, and the way these guys are handling it, you know, they're trying to brush it underneath the table, uh, which is wrong. Um, I don't know why. I, I think, you know, if anything, they should be, you know, making a stronger stance than what they are. And, and again, I don't want that fallback of it, you know, where, you know, the, you know, Paul Acosta was getting woken up at six o'clock for six days straight or seven days straight to get a blood test because he made some accusations against them, you know. Uh, so I, I don't want to be treated unfair by those guys because at the end of the day, they've got the power. But again, everybody should be treated the same, you know. You can't one set of rules for one and not for the other. And if it doesn't happen now, I just think for the future it needs to change, you know, where everybody's made more accountable, you know. None of these um, things are going on. Like a lot of people don't believe that they they got an IV. They definitely got an IV. I think they're trying to palm it off to one of their teammates and I think he's put his hand up for it. Whether Islam took it, I don't know. I wasn't there, so I can't accuse the guy of it because maybe he didn't. Yeah, maybe it was his teammate. But, like I said, there's, there's smoke there. There is definitely some smoke there. Uh, people have said one thing and then the next day they've come back and said something completely different. Again, yeah, it, you, it's, 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 a, it's a really, really messy situation. Um, like I said, hopefully it comes out. But if not, hopefully for the future we stop all this BS and – the sport, you know, gets some integrity and keeps on the straight, you know, because I always thought USADA coming in, it was just going to change, change the whole, the whole level of the sport because you know there was a hell of a lot more uh, drug abuse and cheating and everything going on until they came on, and you know, you know, power to them that they've done that, but you know that, that these guys need to to step it up now and do a lot more of these IV checks and make sure, I don't know whether they, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a, an expert on it, but I, I don't know whether they can check whether these guys have had IVs or anything, you know, but the, the, people need to be made more accountable, you know, especially for the future, if not now, for the future. Because I, I, I'd yeah. love to have, you know, Islam fight, but on a level playing field, you know, Um and again, we, we were, I, I guess, like Dan put it, you, you can't expect to come to our country and not expect it to get back to us that you went out and tried to get IVs, you know, because that that is, they did get IVs. That That is, they can't deny that. Who took it, how they took it, what they put in it, who knows. But we know that for a fact. You know, we, we've got that evidence. Um, and, and, you know, a lot of guys are writing this and that on social media saying it's all false, bad, um, you know, we're bad losers or anything. I'm telling you, you know, I'm, I'm probably one of the most honest people out there. I always say it how it is, and that part I know is for sure, you know. People have backed 
flipped on a lot of things, but there's a smoking gun out there, you know. Mm. Who it shot? I can't. I can't accuse anybody because I haven't got. I can't accuse anybody of anything because I wasn't there. I don't know for sure, but there is a smoking gun.